you will have to work with me on the uh, congestion for today's podcast episode. But uh, I was thinking about how to make up the deficit of the trainees that have dropped off because of rec league, winter league, basketball season, and all the reasons that people have for canceling their membership. So we have an uh, auto-recurring membership set up, which I like the most. It's somewhat predictable, not fully, but it's much more predictable than just one-off sessions. Uh, nonetheless, we I mean, we had a 15% churn in the last two weeks, three weeks, I should say, and uh, you know, I wanted to make up the lost trainees that we have and do that with different different levels. So right now, the main focus is on, as I'm sure for you, maybe the same for elementary school students. And I was thinking of, of, of ways to get those elementary school students and middle school students uh, back up. Now, here are a couple of ways that in no particular order, you do you, you do what you think is the easiest. First, I think for me, I plan on doing all of this, except maybe the, the team's option. That one is still in the air. Uh, but you, you guys do what is best for you. So I was thinking about this for myself, for our training business. And then I thought, why not just share it with everybody who is listening? So the first thing is uh, I've already sent out emails asking all the active and non-active trainees to send me their schedules. And What's funny, what I realize is people who even are not active trainees, who have not trained in forever, they email back and send their schedules, one, because we asked for it, two, because they want their kids would appreciate the support from somebody that they respect and look up to and had a good time or have a good time training with. So you'll notice that people who haven't talked to you in in a long time, years, will say, hey, she's not playing basketball anymore and maybe you want to take them off the list (laughs) or they may say something along the lines of for sure please come to the game we haven't trained with you in a while they're not saying this literally but we haven't come and trained with you in a while but it would mean a lot if you came to support us and you may get them to come back and train again or you may get them to refer you to uh another another person so that's one thing you can do uh show up to some games ready to support and have your business cards ready, have your spiel ready, have something that you can provide in hand to make it worth your trip. Because you're not just there to, to, to you know, kiki key, giggle and hair braid. You are there to prospect and to support. The other thing that came to mind was a free training session. I like this one the most because you're already training, right? It's a sunk cost. You're already in the gym. You've already paid for the gym. You're already there yourself. What's one more trainee coming going to hurt you and your your margin your, your margin maybe there's an opportunity cost that you're missing out on that person paying but there's also a wall there in case hey if they did not come because it was just too much and they didn't see the value then you lost the opportunity to train with that person too so if you can't tell i am a fan of the free training sessions again because you're not losing as much as you think you are losing in. I think it's the ego that stops us from saying, I'm not giving anything away for free. If you're at that point in your business, cool. Don't, don't do the strategy. I just see that it is the fastest way to grow and attract new clientele. Uh, free clinics. This one is the one I'm definitely probably not going to do. I've thought about, but a free clinic, if you have space, time, and you really need the numbers, 
I would say a free clinic of that age that you're targeting in the location that has the most trainees that you already train, that would make sense. Um, This one has the chance of being the most risky, but also the most effective if done the right way. Um, But definitely the most polar one among the basketball training space. Nobody's willing to do it, which in my opinion may make it my opinion may make it more uh worthwhile to do now if you can tell i'm in my car right now people are not (laughs) paying attention to the road um the next the next option after the free clinic is the uh team practice so what you can do is visit a team practice that is uh something that i think if you know that you have maybe one or two trainees that would be interested you can visit a team practice, give them a free free training session, or it may not have to be free. They may pay, two parents may pay for the entire team because you are helping the team out. And then you may pull one or two people from the that team practice. So what I would suggest is going into these things thinking about, I may only convert 5% of people here or 2%, something super low. So you can have realistic numbers and <clears throat> not be, I guess, underwhelmed when you do something like a free clinic and you only get two trainees, three trainees. Uh, Another thing would be calculate the lifetime value of that person. So if you do a free clinic and you get two people, then it's not just that month's worth of, of, of revenue, what they pay. It's the lifetime value of that person. If they stay for six months, eight months, uh, definitely add that to your calculations. Uh, I would say what you could do is sponsor a clinic. So Instead of just a free clinic, maybe you sponsor a clinic, meaning you host a clinic, people pay for it, but you're doing it for a particular league, a particular rec, a particular program that will help. Some of the proceeds will help with them paying for uniforms, paying for referees, paying for things that they actually need. And they also get some kind of value out of that payment rather than it just being a donation. Uh, uh, we've done that. It's been pretty successful. And a lot of people are starting to do that in the area now. Email. So if you have an email that is filtered, meaning you have elementary, middle school, high school, aside from just asking for a schedule, training schedule, what you can do is have a flyer, have some kind of collateral, some kind of information that you can send to just that segment. Segmentation works a lot because people are much more tolerable of what you're sending out. Uh, If you just blast it out to somebody it doesn't pertain to, unless they just really, really like you, it kind of gets on their nerves and they kind of are more likely to unsubscribe from whatever it is that you have going on. Uh, Another thing you can do is that, again, I'm doing all these things except the free clinic, the sponsor clinic, and possibly the teams. Another thing I thought about was emailing, oh, sorry, posting on Facebook. And not just anything, but posting some kind of value on Facebook. And it's definitely posting reviews of younger kids. If you have video content of younger kids in it, I think that'll be the best. But if you don't, maybe some reviews from parents of elementary, middle school uh, athletes that love the program. Maybe a review from one of those parents uh, as a story, as a post, will be very, very helpful. And continually just showing results and what people are saying about the program. Um, Flyers, I mentioned it a little bit earlier. Those are great. People love those on social media, especially Facebook with the older demographic. So older demographic, your customer, the person who actually writes the check, 
pays the money, puts their credit card information in. They like stories on Instagram much more than post anything on the wall, and they like Facebook posts and Facebook stories as well. So I would say if you have a flyer, you post that flyer out there. They like it, and it's odd. Like when we feel like we're posting it too much, I think people are just starting to find out about it. And don't get discouraged about any low numbers. I used to as well, and I realized that people may not share it, they might not like it, but man, there are so many people who just scope. Like they don't, they don't do anything. They don't engage at all, but they see it. They see it, and they're usually the ones who email you or reach out to you some kind of way and get more information and sign up. I've seen it time and time again. Uh, another way is through ads. So if you have any kind of advertising budget, the ads work really, really well. If you boost it, not as effective in my opinion, but it can be. Only suggestion there would be Google this stuff so you make sure uh, it's 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 best practices. We will have a free Facebook course coming out pretty soon. Uh, so you can get more information there whenever that thing is, is finished. Uh, but post or boost or pay, spend money behind organic content that you've already seen works from your own posting or somebody else's and or post in the area that you have the most trainees in i would suggest if you see that in this zip code or in this county this area there is a majority of your trainees i would put the ad spend towards that more than other areas because we've recently seen a shift in in uh the results from doing that so last thing would be um along the lines of visiting uh, uh along the lines of knowing where most of your trainees come from you can visit a team a middle school team or an aau team or any kind of team visit a team preferably a middle school team where there will be cuts after you visit that team maybe you can help out until the last day of the tryouts and if you have a relationship with that coach you can promote your services give the kids who got cut encouragement or if you want to train the team that could be a treat a team training deal but be there for the tryouts if allowed and help out with them as much as you can then you can promote your services to those who did not make the team i suggest middle schoolers because once you get in high school man it's a uh, it's a little bit tougher at times to find those who are committed to making that team the next year and it's a little bit tougher because you know you got limited time middle schoolers have much more time but find that team help out with the tryouts and be able to to encourage and promote your services to those who don't make the teams these are all things that i'm doing uh it's going to be fun to see what comes which method which prospecting method actually has the most results i think all of them can be will be successful some of them take more time than others but it's worth the try is what makes it fun and uh the goal is to make up that churn it's kind of like you're down you're up 30 you drop a 30 point lead it goes to 15 now you're trying to get back up 15 again so that's how how i'm trying to feel that's how i feel right now actually so hopefully one of those methods some of those methods help you guys out in brainstorming how you plan to uh, get those numbers back up if you have any kind of drop off uh since the season is starting thanks guys and i will catch you on the next episode Yo, hope that podcast gave you some value. If it did, please rate, review, and subscribe to this. It only makes the podcast better. I read every single one. And at the very least, go join our group. You'll see the link in the description of this episode. And I will catch you on the next one.